Hey everyone, welcome to the Influencer Economy. This is Ryan Williams. Excited to have one of my favorite people on the show, Flula. He's not only a fantastic DJ, presenter, and YouTube creator, he's the man behind the Influencer Economy intro music. This is a show, The Influencer Economy, in which I speak with makers, builders, and creators. People who've launched revolutionary careers and ideas online. Flula is the epitome of the YouTube creator and the internet-empowered era of artistry. Outside of being the creator of the theme music here, he also made an amazing video with Dirk Nowitzki where they uh, sing Satisfaction in a car in Dallas. Flula single-handedly caused the Dallas Mavericks to beat the Miami Heat in the NBA playoffs as one of his songs became the theme music within the stadium. We get into his branding, which I think is brilliant. He talks about his Tuesday shows, which are called Flusdays. Get it? Flula. And how he makes auto-tunes, which are songs and rapping, uh, beatboxing performances in his car. Find him on YouTube at well, uh, as well, which is Flula. And I'd be giving away uh, Flula t-shirts. So if you tweet me at Ryan J. Will what your favorite Flula video, you will qualify and most likely win a t-shirt. So without further ado, please welcome Flula to the Influencer Economy. Hey guys, uh, here we are at Flula's studio, which doubles as his apartment. And uh, I want to welcome Flula to the Influencer Economy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for having me here. We, at your own house? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we are psyched to have him. We have been following him a long time on YouTube and seen a lot of his awesome videos. He is a DJ, a entertainer, uh, a comedian, a host, among other things. Yeah. I mean, I, how would you describe what you do? Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. People, I, I would say musician is really my only thing, but... The world is different now. You have all these mediums. You have video. You have live things. And so I just use everything. But music usually is the start. People also say, oh, you're a comedian. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just making things. And yeah. People are liking it for a reason that's funny or weird or who knows what. Great. How do you describe what you do? Like if you're working with a company, like what do you, if they're working and collaborating, how do you describe yourself? It's terrible, yeah. It's very hard. I just say I'm flula, which sounds like a species. Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't really know. <laughs> and so I've learned to really send people just a video, just and if it depending on who is that, what they do, you know. If yeah. They're, more, they're looking for music. I send them some music things, or if they want something more like prepare a nice, I can send them something different, you know. Okay. Yeah. And I think to like get a a firm grasp on people to understand you, uh, could you describe some of your work like Dirk Nowitzki? How that came to be? Because you are you're from Germany, yeah. And whereabouts? Uh, I'm as a small town Erlangen, which is uh, near to Nürn- Nuremberg, Bavaria. Okay, Bavaria. Yeah, beautiful country. Very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so um, your countryman Dirk. Yeah, Dirk. So Dirk is my. Uh, I know it sounds like I'm saying Dick, but we say Dirk. Yeah. Dirk, Dirk, yeah, Dirk. We do. yeah, Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, so Dirk, he did grow up just some uh, k- kilometers from me in Würzburg. And uh, he's my hero because he's a German who has come to America and is just kicking all just the made asses. it. Oh, yeah, dominating. Just everything. So I did write a song for him, uh, like in 2007, like many years ago. This is right. He was like MVP one time of the league. That's right. And and so that was cool. And then I just realized, ah, oh God, you know, I need to make a video for his excellence. This song it's called uh, Dirk Nowitzki, the German Moses. You know, he's like Moses, but German. You know. Moses Malone? Uh, well, you can say, yeah, sure. Or uh, from the commandments. You know. <laughs> Either one. Either one. They're both very crucial in Dirk's life. Absolutely. They are badasses. Yeah, know. they are. So I did make... Good so, company. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
So I make a video about Dirk just for this for this song. And it was great for me because it was a start before I was doing many things with YouTube. So for me, it did receive many views. But more important for me, it was on SportsCenter and uh, the Mavericks, the, his team, they did play it in the stadium. Like, and this is 07? No, so this was, so I, yeah. So I wrote the song 07. Okay. Made the video in the start of playoffs in 2011. Oh, wow. Which is when they were like, ah, six seed, they was going to lose to the Blazers, but then they keep winning, winning, winning. And so I release it right when they are playing the Lakers, who they, are, they sweep the Lakers. Yeah. Just like crazy miracles of who knows what. And so they win the whole title. And I think because they win... This song was then popular. Oh, no way. Yeah, so the timing was a very And lucky. so the Mavericks play it during the playoffs or the next season? So they play it in the end of the playoffs and next season. And really still they play it because Dirk is still the best player. And I now am friends with those guys. Like I've visited with Dirk. We have made a video together. No way. Yeah. Yeah, we made an auto-tunes. Uh -huh. So I make these videos... They're called Auto Tunes, which is a tune in my auto or in, in, in an auto or car, anything transportation. Literally. L yeah, that's right. It's not this whole like voice character changing. It's Yeah, no T-Pain time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And so I make a live song cover. And so I did meet with Dirk in Dallas and we did record uh, the Rolling Stone. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It was what Stone song? Satisfaction, of course. Yeah. And so you guys collaborate on that in yeah. Dallas? In Dallas. Yeah, yeah. With some cheerleaders. It was great. And did you meet Mark Cuban? Yeah, I did meet Mark Cuban. Uh, he nice guy. And I did meet the other players also. It was fun. Yeah, and Dirk, by the way, is like the most dope person in the history. Right. Oh, yeah. So nice. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah and and yeah. he is the, probably the biggest European basketball player ever. I think. Like the first one that really made a mark in the, in the league. Absolutely. Like you have the old dudes like Sabonis and even German Detlef. Yeah, yeah. But not... A, Dirk is, I think, top 15 players. He so. redefined the position. He was like a you know, 6'10 power forward. Yeah. And what did he say when he like first... He, he, I was, I'm assuming he complimented your video. I think for him like, it was a little strange because now he thinks you know people are comparing him to Moses from the Bible. Yeah. But then I think when he did meet me, he was we were friends, like buddies right away. Did he think that you were like an obsessive fan or... Just like a pay was it, he get that it was a fun parody. I think at in the in the first he did think who's this weirdo creeper dude. And then I made many more videos like just explaining why is Dirk great, why are the Mavericks great, why are the Miami Heat terrible. And he was realizing oh so this person is not a total idiot and he's maybe a nice guy. Too. Yeah. So then we then when we did meet everything was okay. And then how was it filming the video with him? So fun. Yeah. Very great. Yeah yeah. Only a little bit we had like it's always good I think for deadlines. So Detlef Shrimp, I went to college, I was saying earlier, in the South. Fraternity is really big. So I was in a fraternity. And uh, Detlef Shrimp was the most famous person in our fraternity ever. Yeah. He was like University of Washington. Actually, maybe it was him and Neil Armstrong was also famous. Mm. He's, uh, but to, to Detlef, mm. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Detlef with his high top, like he really... What, high and tight. Is that yeah. a big German haircut? No, just only for Detlef, I think. Yeah, yeah. He was a weird... I like him a lot, but yeah. No, my parents did not look like that. No, okay. Yeah. Cool. And then also, now you have an illustrious YouTube career. Oh, wow. I, I'm, I like to talk up the guests. Oh, wow. Make them feel good, right? Sassy. I love they, it. They get more it. honest, you know. Yeah, you, oh, of course. If you butter, butter them up. Yeah. yeah. You've, had a, a, you've had a very, you know, good career on YouTube. And YouTube, you're a partner, a creator, and then also... You were mentioning earlier you went to school uh, in North Carolina. And then when did you start your YouTube channel? So I started it right in the start, like five years ago. But I was not, 
I think, and this was before anything, you know, this was just... What'd you call the channel? D DJ Flula. Mm -hmm. And I did have some videos and then really quiet, just quiet, a, a sleeping channel for, for like three years. And then an old video of, of, of a song I was deport, deported, deported some months ago, like four years ago. And I was in Germany, I was sad. And so I said, I must make a music video about and a song about this to make me happy. Why did you get deported? A long story. Yeah, that's, this is after two beers, five beers. We need five beers. Okay, so we'll talk in the next podcast. Next podcast. Yeah. But so I was... We're too sober now. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to touch it. I'll, everyone will have to watch your music video. That's right. They must see it. So it's called uh, Flula in Germany. That's it. And uh, it did not receive any views, but two years ago... It did for no for Reddit. Someone on Reddit oh, no was way. like, "Boom! Look at this!" And then it received four hundred thousand. No views. way! What yeah, was yeah. the what was the Reddit message? Something about this man is loving Germany or something like that. And then that I was realizing, you know, this is the path. I think for me, you can try other things, but YouTube, you have control. You can make things how how you like. And that was just completely random. Yeah. Someone found it. Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so this guy loves Germany. Yeah. And so I found those people immediate and said, let me send you Flula shirts. Thank you. This is so great. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was my start. Then I realized, great. Every week I shall now make a video. Minimum one video. Right. And I'm Flula. So Tuesday is Flu's Day. And uh, so Flu's Day, new video. And so you did a video every Tuesday and there were music. M yeah. For the, but now and then, of course, you know, music, you cannot always do it. So I did make some vlogs, some video blogs. And this was also accident that those those for me are my most popular of the videos. B I don't know why. And this is two years ago. So, uh, yeah. So so after so after crazy. So yeah. your video had been like it. A minimal amount of views. Oh, 2,000, something. And then it went to 400,000. 400,000. And not, and then... And that inspired you to just say, hey, look, yeah. something's out there. I got to yeah. figure it out. Well, I realized very quick, I am seeing most anybody in the world, I think everything I make is scheiße. It's terrible, you know? But I've... Is scheiße the actual translation? Yeah, it's shit. So I hope... Yeah. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. This is on my own podcast website. Yeah, we're good. There's a, a, maybe mature content. Great. So the audience has to be aware of that. Warning, warning. In German. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Adult German things coming. Yes. For uh, your parents when they listen. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I shall give to those guys ear yeah. muffles. Yeah, they'll be excited. Ah, yeah. So I just learn make a video. Just make it. And then people shall tell you if it is terrible or not. Because many times I do not know. And then that's amazing, actually. Because the power of Reddit really is phenomenal. Have you ever done a, an Ask Me Anything? I want to do this. AMA or You what? should do one, right? I think everyone is. It's. I mean, that's a miraculous, like, crazy story to think that. Yeah, it's. But it is. How would they even found the video? That redditor. I don't know. You know, they yeah. just stumbling across it. I and and at this time I had no like no large like audience or yeah. fan group or what fan base or what nothing. nothing. And Twitter was. Mm, I had it, but. Right. Know. Who, you know, somebody's, we, you know, it was nothing large for me. Now, still, I'm not huge, huge, of course, you know, it's not crazy. But that is, of course, the goal is. But the great news is I know I can control many of these things. Yes. And that I like. Totally. I mean, it's cool that you gave people on Reddit t-shirts. The community is part of your story. Well, I, I, I know they are real humans. Yeah. I like that when people are like, oh, like if you see someone outside, Flula. Like, and that to me is great. IRL. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and but even Twitter, you said you tweeted me, and I, I've forgotten, but I did reply. Yes, you did. It's important because it shows real people. Are no, doing it's funny. It. So I was with my wife, and I was on Twitter in bed, which is never a good thing. Terrible. But you know what? That's what we do sometimes. That's right. And I saw your your Will Ferrell video that you made around Anchorman Two, yeah. and I I had to show it to her. And then the next day, I had to show it to my sister-in-law. And it's the kind of video that you can explain it definitely in detail, but I, I was just captivated because it seemed like you were using YouTube in the way that it should be used, like remixing more traditional entertainment content to relate it to an audience that watches everything on their laptop and iPad. Thanks. I will tell you, I think I'm doing this many times and it doesn't work. So that was a very lucky, many factors. It was like a perfect storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because many times I make a video, I think this is the best video. Yeah. And nobody cares. Right. Nobody. I've it helped have Will Ferrell and yeah. the Anchorman. It, so how, can you explain a little bit how that video came to be? Sure, yeah. So the so for these films, any movie they have, uh, they call press junkets. And so they make an inviting of all like press dudes from, from TV, also digital, to come interview these stores. And the stores, they are just sitting in these chairs. And the, the reporters, they come. Five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. And so I was a reporter for, for, uh, for just, I think, solo, actually, for this one. And so I just was thinking... Yeah, I don't really like press junkets. They're boring. So let me make a song about your film. So I made a techno banger with Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd and, and uh, you know, everybody in the film with samples. I would say I need a bass line. I need a, a word so I can yeah. sample it. And didn't they say the word banger? They did. They said techno banger. They said like, oh, a Baxter, which is the dog in the film. Yeah. You know, things like that. Whammy, which is like a, the sportman in the film likes to say whammy. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Oh, thanks. It was very fun to do, I must say. And how, how well, how did you get to say boom? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And now I hear it every place. I know I did not start it. It is a word. I like to say boom because it is an energy. Like, boom! I'm in. When I say boom. that, I'm ready. And who is I'm speaking with is also ready. Right. And I also, it's true, I like to say dance to end my songs. Yes. Because I think dancing is important. Right. You know? <laughs> it's always important. Yeah. And what about uh, your, like, in some ways you do performance and it's like Andy Kaufman. Mm. Are you a fan of his? He's very smart. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you play a character or maybe it's, maybe it's part of you. Yeah. Would I you say know. that's fair? Well, I, I tell you, I, when I perform things, I forget everything. And so as even like as with Twitter, I did not, re did not remember. Right. When I'm in a zone, it is like positive PTSD. Yeah. Right? So like I'm in the compartment, I'm in India, I don't know anything else. Yeah. I'm just doing it. In the and zone. In the zone, auto zone, you know? And so that's probably what's occurring. So it's not really a character, but it's it's you, yeah. but you're immersed inside of whatever you do. I think so. I think that's how you do the best things. Even like to say basketball again, these dudes, they are still, Kevin Durant is still Kevin Durant, but right. man, when he's in the zone, watch out. Yeah, which he has been. Oh man, wow. Lights yeah. out. Yeah. This last some weeks is Do you sell t-shirts and I like to send stuff to people because to me it's just like another connection with fans and people and I've now started this is my num year number 2 of making a flalenda which is a flula calendar calendar so I make a calendar only for for me very narcissism but people like this because I autograph and send to them so it is people like this real real connection from a digital uh, world offline Yeah 
I like to try to connect this. I think that for me is very important. I like that. You you were saying earlier that sometimes like you were at Nebraska. Uh, no, I, well, actually, I was watching the film Nebraska. Yeah, you were not I, in the state of Nebraska. But I have been in other states like Lincoln was, is a great city. Oh, is it nice? One? Yeah, college town. Watch out, corn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was in Maine in the summer at the airport. This very small, small, small airport, and someone's like, "Hey, Flula, how are you?" It, it does. I've learned you don't know who. It's not always like, oh, twelve-year-old girl loves you. For me, it's different. I think. I think some people you know. The very, very large YouTubers, I think they are very specific with the demographic. I think. I think I'm a little older than those dudes and a little weirder, perhaps. And I do right. not follow, like, same rules of new video every time and now it's time for a fart. Yeah. Well, the fart is always important. Very critical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but what? What then, so you're in an airport, someone spots you. Mm -hmm. What's the reaction? For me? For them. They're very happy. Like, they're fired up, right? Because they, they see are. you on their iPhone and that's right it's always this this person you don't think is real a little bit you think oh this is just a thing that's as you say on my iPhone on a laptop and boom what this is occurred yeah. and it happened when when it occurs people are usually very happy or very uh, scared yeah nervous and what about you very happy yeah for me it is a confirmation if I see it because for me I think I upload a video or, or anything and I go to sleep and then I wake up and then there is a number and then there maybe are some comments, but you don't really understand that these are people that have sit, you know. Makes it real. Yeah. That to me is very crazy. So the whole branding is such a big idea. Mm -hmm. In some ways, it's almost overused. Because mm -hmm. people are like, oh, it's my brand. And you're like, shut up. You're just a dude. That's right. But what do you, how do you describe it? Is it personality? Because I, I feel like the beauty of YouTube is people. Yeah. And, and so how do you... How do you characterize it? I think for me, because you're right with YouTube, if you are not like a, a Volkswagen or Chrysler or some car thing, you are a personality. Yeah. You're, you're, for me, it's a, it's a style. Like it's right. a style. And so I like to edit my videos. So my style of edit is something people maybe don't notice in a conscious, but they can tell, oh, that's a Flula video. Yes. You know, a little bit. Or, or the sounds, my instruments are usually very similar. And that's part of the brand. For me, for, so just me, I like to try things that do not work because I don't really fit in a place, right? I cannot really sing so great. I'm not like, you know, I cannot be Brad Pitt, but I would love to do that because I fit every place because actually I fit no place. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. What advice would you give to you or someone like you like that's starting out? Um, I think the couple rules for me are really always produce things don't don't stop my always thing is i use my brain to talk me to say ah maybe don't do it oh don't do it no 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 that's very dangerous you have to make things because i've learned really nobody cares until you are kanye west yeah nobody even now nobody cares i make a video no one likes it i'll make another one in seven days yeah nobody cares totally so that's the, the pressure remove the pressure that's what I would say. But you're like your own worst enemy. Oh, of course. And I think many, everyone that I know, very, very, almost all the people are like that. So my advice is make it. Always do things, produce, get it out. You will die sometime. What if people think that they're, it's not good enough or they're like, oh, my camera sucks or my, mm. uh, what do you think people that feel like they, it's just not good enough? Still do it anyway? Yeah, do it anyway because again, nobody cares. Do you have two million subscribers? 
no, then who cares? Yeah. Make it. And then if you don't like your camera, then, but the problem is people like, it must be perfect. I don't want to make it. Yeah. Right. You're not Garth Brooks. Totally. You are Johnny Schnoop Schnoop. No subscribers. No, totally. Yeah. And I agree. No, I, the podcast. Oh God. You know, it's like, oh, I need it to sound like crystal clear and I don't have the microphones. And no, no. you're like, no, you know what? When I have 50 of these, hopefully then people will say, oh, this is crap. But with the first three, I'm hopeful people will download this. Thank you for those that have. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Flulo's parents. Yeah, thanks, Mama Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. Thanks also, Dirk. He's yeah. a great guy. Thank you. Very nice. Well, here in this world, even podcasts, they like it because they like you. So just as long as it's not terrible. Like, I have many videos that have many views that are really terrible from my iPhone filmed. Why is it good? Because they can see me and they can hear me. Right. We are done. And they know it's you. Yeah, well, no, yeah. well, oh, yeah, Grace Helbig, she is, she is bang, bang, bang. It's fast and people love it. If right. they love you, it does not have to be perfect. Yeah. Oh, $2,000 uh, scenery in the background, nobody cares. It's personality. That's right. And then finally, where should we go when we want to go to Germany? Mm. I've been to Munich. I've been to Berlin. Berlin's awesome. Great. And like, what do you, what's like an undiscovered part of, of uh, Germany? Well, I will tell you, I like beer. So Bavaria, I would make a recommend. And I would recommend Franconia, which is Franken, which is spelled like Franken, like Frankenstein. Yeah. Because the beer is great. Oh, cool. And it even has some nice wines. And this is also my home. Nuremberg is there. Erlangen is there. Yeah. And it's have many nice middle-aged towns and cities. Cool. Feels like old-school German. So that's what I would say. And don't go to the Hofbrauhaus. House. No. It's a bunch of Ach, tourists. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's a little sad. How's the club scene there for DJs? Good. Uh, Berlin, as you say, Berlin. That's like the New York City. So hot. It, who knows in five years, but right now I think it's still like the hot city in Europe. So we're going to go to drink beer yeah. in Bavaria. In Bavaria, yeah. North Bavaria, that's where we should go. North Bavaria, I'm in. Great. Cool. Well, thank you for having me at your studio. <laughs> Thanks. All right, my friend. Thank you so much.